Hi, this is Andrea. And this is Fiorenza. Welcome to the Belonging Project podcast. We are so excited to have you here with us. The purpose of this podcast is to bring voices together to talk about belonging. Through inspiring real-life conversations with our guests, we learn about how belonging can show up in so many different ways, what it feels like to belong, and the impact of truly belonging. In each episode, we will offer you inspirational and practical strategies to find your true voice in your life, in society, and as a leader. Let's dive in. Hi, hi, Ritika. We are so happy to have you on the podcast today. So Ritika and I, and Andrea as well, we met earlier in the year after our episode with Dr. Sandra Upton. And at the time, you were just about to start working at the Cultural Intelligence Center. We're actually also part of the same book club, the Elisha book club, that we'll make sure to add some links um, in the episode notes. And it just feels so amazing because we clicked so quickly and it's really wonderful that feeling when you meet like-minded people and I know that Andrea feels the same. <laughs> so, Ritika, you were born and you were brought up in India. You now live in the UK, in London. You work at the Cultural Intelligence Center as director of the UK operations. And you're also on the independent advisory board for the British Transport Police and the Ethnic Minority Mentorship Program for BT. We would love to hear more about you, your story. Sure, thanks Fiorenza for the lovely introduction. Gosh, you're so right. I mean, you know, I think you just click with people, don't you? When you when you are working towards a common sense of purpose, it doesn't take much to click. So um, yeah, I saw, you know, I was, I. I heard and saw with envy the episode that you recorded with Sandra. And I thought, wow, what do I have to do to get on this? <laughs> so, and, you know, I didn't have to pay anyone or anything. Like, it was amazing to get an invite from you to, to get featured on this podcast, which I have been following because, uh, you know, the topic itself, belonging, is so close to my heart. And we'll, you know, we'll explore that, of course. So, yes, a little bit about myself. Where do I start? As you said, uh, born and brought up in India as a, you know, part of a family of five. I was the oldest child uh, with two siblings and mum and dad. And my father was my biggest fan, really. Uh, he told me every single day how intelligent I am. And if I put my mind to it, I can achieve everything. No matter what time he came back from work, every single night he would whisper that into my ear. He died when I was 17. And that really mm. changed everything for me it my life took a complete different trajectory from that uh, and talking you know it was I was talking to him on the phone uh, the night before and then you know the next day I see his dead body so you know when you go through an experience like that you can't ever you don't come out of it the same person and you know talking about milestones that was the biggest milestone where I became a different person I became an, an adult overnight you know, looking after my younger sibling, my mom pretty much gave up on life. So it was, you know, this, that, that yeah. part was very hard, you know, but it defined the life I live now, you know, yeah. from the age of 17 until now it's defined it. I take the risks, uh, you know, I, I wear the special dress. I don't save it for a special occasion. And really I cherish it all, make memories. Um, my father left in me a legacy of confidence and resilience. And this is what has gotten me to the point that I am at in spite of a million setbacks, because, you know, we all go through that in life. But um, 
the confidence that he instilled in me because of his belief in me has carried me through everything in life to the point that I am where I am today. So, you know, parents, we're all parents on this call and it's, you know, what an important role parents play in our life is just beyond the value that we assign to it. You know, and then so, so talking about how it changed me, I strove every single day. I strive to become everything he's dreamed of for me. Um, you know, but, but when he left, I was left sort of, when he passed, I was left fighting for all of it in a very patriarchal context because my uncles took over the family and then it became like, I got a, got the first job offer. Why do you want to work? How much money do you need? Uh, you're becoming, you know, you're, be, you're bringing shame on our family by going to an office for work. So I had to fight that in a very patriarchal society that I grew up in. I had lost my biggest supporter. So, you know, but I was adamant. I knew sort of I wanted to be financially independent. And, and so from, you know, the age of 19, 20, I started to work, earn my own money. And I've never gone back to anyone in my family for financial help since that first job. And, you know, this is this is something I'm very proud of. Everything I've achieved today, of course, I have their support whenever I need it. But, you know, I'm very proud of where I am today. Uh, you know, a woman of her own worth. And then uh, I came to the UK to do my MBA. And that experience really was like tasting blood. Uh, that's how I can call it, really, because of freedom, the space and that feeling of just being able to be myself beyond my gender. I had tasted that I could wear what I want because, you know, without being catcalled on the streets and, um, you know, all of that. So um, I knew I couldn't go back to India and live again in that, you know, where, where the family had plans to get me married and attend kitty parties for the rest of my life. I couldn't do that. So, um, so you know, having lived here for five years, I applied to go and immigrate to Canada as plan B. Eventually, that's what I had to fall back on completely. And uh, I immigrated to Canada, real, real next milestone, because, you know, I had $5,000 that I had saved. And I said to myself, I'm going to take this risk. I'm going to go for it. And when my $5,000 finishes, I'll come back. That was wow. that. And, you know, not knowing anyone in the country, nothing about the country. I knew I had a fallback option if everything else failed. But really, I knew I didn't have an option because, um, you know, it would mean going back to something that I, you know, I, I, as much as I felt like I, you know, India has my heart. It's not something that you know, I just didn't have the space to become who I wanted to become. Anyway, so it worked. I got a job. I bought a car, then a house and assimilated fully in the Canadian culture, living the life of freedom and jet setting and, you know, everything that I'd always dreamt <laughs> of. And then, of course, it went all crashing down when I met my now husband, who... <laughs> <laughs> dragged me back kicking and screaming to the UK because you know he's Greek but he lives you know he was living in London at the time and then we decided well one of us has to move and it was easier for me to move back to the UK because you know I was used to this way of life I continued to work in different sectors climbing the corporate ladder so to speak and then the pandemic hit Thanks. that's when the fun started really uh, in the sense that it came to a point when I realized I had actually never given myself the freedom to think think about what really excites me. It mm. was almost as if, okay, I need to go from one job to the next. I have immigrated from one place to the next. So I need to get a job. It was never ever, you know, job security sort of came before anything else. So that was a, that, that realization was a big milestone last year. I decided to step back. I worked with a career coach. We did a real deep dive. Wow. into the purpose, into what I wanted to do. And um, 
you know, that's another story. But, uh, she, you know, my coach helped me define my purpose. And the purpose is making a difference and impact through my own experiences. Uh. And this is what I'm here for today. Um, I was extremely l- lucky during that whole coaching uh, period when I started applying for jobs. And uh, one of the offers I had was uh, director of UK operations for the Cultural Intelligence Center. It gave me purpose. It felt like, you know, it's going to empower me and give me the platform to not only be who I am, but to lead with the difference that I can bring. And so, you know, long story short, here we are. Wow. 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 That's amazing. Beautiful story. And what I hear about this story, there is a lot of freedom, this uh, looking for your freedom, your uh, willing to discover your freedom, you going yes. to UK for your MBA, going to moving to Canada. And uh, even when you said in this last year, the freedom to think, to reflect on yourself, And before was the freedom to create the life that you want for yourself, the freedom to follow your purpose, that there's a lot of freedom here in this beautiful Ritika. Thank you. I mean, you know, it links back to what I said about, you know, something that changes your life so so drastically. And then you know that you've got to make the most out of living it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So in this uh, space of freedom and being this so international woman working with the cultural intelligence center that is also another international place to you know find this what it means to be cultural intelligent uh, in this world especially nowadays how would you define this belonging that we are we all talk nowadays yeah belonging is probably my favorite word really um you know, and, and I was thinking about this, obviously, because I knew that, uh, you know, we were going to have this conversation. And as soon as I thought of belonging, I, I, I wanted to put it down to a feeling. And the feeling that came to my mind is that, to me, belonging is like coming home. Mm. You know, you know, when you have traveled, like you've all, we've all experienced this, we've traveled for days, eaten all sorts of different foods, slept on different beds, And, you know, as much as we've thoroughly enjoyed that experience, that feeling that you get when you come home of just the sense of relief, the feeling that I can be completely myself now, I can wear my pajamas and I can <laughs> eat my dal and rice and just breathe and just be without any pressure or judgment. That to me is belonging. That is the feeling of belonging. You know, um, my daughter said to me once, and this this really hit home. She said, Mommy, when you're on the phone with your friends in India, you're speaking English, but I can't understand what you're saying. Your <laughs> accent is so strong. I didn't even realize that I was being someone and something completely different when I'm not speaking to my friends and family in India. Mm-hmm. Right. So it hit me really hard that Naturally, I'm putting on an act, an accent, and behave in a way that I feel I need to so that I can fit in. Mm-hmm. Right? And so I, I question the belonging when that happens. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, to, to circle back to your question, belonging is when you are wholly and completely yourself and know that you're wholly and completely accepted for being yourself, when your difference is celebrated. 
that to me is belonging which really is the most basic human need it drives our actions and motivations in every way in and every day so beautiful and i'm i'm curious what do you see belonging being linked to yeah that's a that's a very interesting question for yourens i mean gosh it's uh, the reason this job that i'm in right now is because i feel that belonging is everything and that's what it comes back to you know we all know the pain of exclusion don't we you know we know what it feels like when we when we don't feel belonged you know it could be for a plethora of reasons you know because of the default characteristics like the color of your skin or your gender or you know a lot of aspects that you had no control to choose uh, or you know it's choices that we make the religion we follow perhaps or the interest that we have in sport or that you know we don't drink alcohol or we drink alcohol and how that then inevitably seems to lead to exclusion it's um exclusion is similar to like a physical pain i think it's you know and i know this pain i know this pain of what it feels like to be excluded and and that comes from being an immigrant twice over once to the uk once to canada back again to the uk it's um constantly trying to fit in constantly trying to put on a mask of something that you're not because you want to belong right right mm-hmm. and so as a woman uh you know growing up in a patriarchal society even even there i wasn't allowed to have my wings just because of the you know of of you know the gender i was born in and then to add to that it, it was all great none of that ever you know the color of my skin was never an issue growing up in india i never even realized it was it was something until i moved abroad and suddenly i'm brown mm. wow like really that's added another layer of something i have no control over i've got an accent which was not an issue so you know i you know when i i never thought of belonging in india because it was very natural i was there i was born there people around me were similar to me looked like me and uh, and you know so it was it 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 was natural until you sort of moved away from that and beyond the gender stereotypes mm. uh, which is why i'm so passionate about the job i'm in now it's called me it's my purpose to change the world view that i experienced one conversation at a time mm. and so when we talk about what belonging is linked to um i think it's sort of very strongly linked to the work that we do at the cultural intelligence center which is we start you know when we work on our cultural intelligence we start to accept and respect differences this then leads to inclusion and creating psychologically safe spaces for those around us to be who they are yeah ultimately that means that those around us feel like they belong beautiful they can beautiful bring their sex. real right they can bring their whole real selves to work without the fear of judgment and what that does to us mentally belonging and feeling you know that feeling of belonging is that it leads to mental well-being you know straight away right. we know we know that how happy we feel when we are we are just able to be ourselves and so this this direct link between innovation and creativity to me put everything else on the side get as many diverse faces on the table as you want but if those diverse faces don't feel belonged then it it's it means nothing really it really means nothing so you know going on a self awareness journey with cq i think is the biggest single change a leader can make within themselves mm. cq takes off from where eq leaves us and the combination of high eq and cq can just be invaluable no matter what your motivation even if it really is just the bottom line 
then making that effort to foster a culture of acceptance and respect for differences will bring those results. If it is a culture of acceptance, it will lead to belonging, which will automatically lead to innovation, creativity, and happiness. Wow, that's so powerful. Beautiful, beautiful words. I have a quick follow-up question, if you don't mind, Ritika. What would the Ritika now, the the Ritika from today, what would she say to the Ritika who's just arriving in the UK to do her MBA? Wow. Yeah, that's, uh, (laughs) you know, if you could turn back time and all, you are who you are today because of the experiences you've had. So I'm grateful for those experiences, definitely. But, you know, I see my girls now and I tell them, just do what makes you happy. Just be yourself and do what makes you happy. All of this running around constantly to become the best swimmer and the best pianist and this and that and you know, growing up in an Asian household, that's exactly what it was. Put your head down, work hard, get a job, possibly in my case, get married. And, you know, the the life path was determined. It was, it is this. And, uh, you know, we live one life, just be yourself, just be happy. Don't worry about what will come or who's thinking what and, uh, or think too much into it. Just live the life that you have on the terms that you want to, and everything else will fall in place. Beautiful. Thank you. They are lucky girls to have this amazing mom <laughs> telling them. I don't know. We'll see about that in 10 years' time, <laughs> 20 years' time. So, Ritika, do you remember the, the first time in your life where you felt you belonged or maybe that you felt you didn't belong? And how that? Yeah, gosh, you think about your entire life. I mean, you know, I, I never really questioned belonging. Uh, being born and brought up in India you know I I lived 25 years of my life there and it was never a question because I was almost part of that whole melee of people speaking different languages and accents and whatnot but I was still Indian I was one of them and uh, you know gender is does play an issue in how you are viewed in cultures like uh, India Africa etc but you know it was never it was never something that uh, came as a question to my mind however I think that the the example that really stands up in my mind was when I immigrated to Canada, right? This was the place I didn't know anyone. I was completely different. I looked different. I talked different. I thought different. Everything was coming at me from everywhere. Um, And, you know, I started a new job there with a great organization. and, uh, and, And really the process was to fit in as much as possible, right? To keep your head down, work hard, fit in and not bring any attention to yourself. Um, And I remember clearly it was um, coming up to Diwali, which is a huge celebration in India. It's like Christmas for Indians. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, obviously I was sad because, you know, I couldn't be home. I was away for well Christmas, right? Without any family and, you know, how that would go. And I'm not sure how this happened, but the CEO of the company came up to me about a week before Diwali and said, uh, Ritika, you know, if you're comfortable, we'd like you to organize a Diwali event for us. We'd love to know more about what is why Diwali is celebrated what's the significance for Indians and really we want to celebrate with you I mean I can't even explain what that meant (laughs) like I you know I was ready I I gave my soul to that company after that because just being able to wear my clothes on Diwali day in a place that I felt like I didn't belong but that one gesture and being able to wear my Indian outfit and uh, light the candles and tell the story of Diwali to the rest of the organization and not like I was being treated like a token or a target 
it was very much about we want to celebrate with you we mm-hmm. want to become part of that you know and then all the rest of the indians in the office we got together we and it was just that moment sort of defined to me what belonging can mean even in a place where you feel technically that actually i can't belong because i'm not born and brought up here or i don't have my family here and uh, yeah that that's an unforgettable experience among many others so thank you for asking that question beautiful gesture for sure sounds like it it was a really meaningful memory yeah all right let's move into the three quick prompts that we we like to end our episodes with <laughs> <laughs> so the first one is in a few words belonging for me is like coming home beautiful <laughs> The best advice that I've received and that I'd like to share with others is Oh, I'm a big fan of Jane Goodall. So, um, you know, she's she said what you do makes a difference and you have to def- decide what kind of difference you want to make. Oh. Powerful. And that to me is very powerful because you know, we can all make a difference and 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 what difference we make is completely up to us. and what legacy we leave from that is completely up to us. Beautiful. And finally the world would be a better place if everyone just accepted differences. That is all. Let people be who they are and you don't have to change yourself for that. Just respect it and allow everyone to live the life that they want. Wouldn't the world be a better place? 100% agree. That's amazing. Thank you so much, Richika. You are Thank adorable. You. Amazing person, beautiful inside out. It was such a pleasure and honor to have you here with us. Uh, the pleasure was... and honor was all mine and I had I would love to ask you the same question before we, uh, <laughs> we leave. Why not, you know, put you on the spot. What is you know um, andrea what is belonging for you it finding who we are to ourselves for me belonging is inside of us is our true belonging in my story living in three different countries my journey toward belonging start even here in my own city i was trying to to fit in even here i was trying to fit in when i was in italy and i understood what is belonging means when i discover who i am my true self so can i be who i am whatever i live or work excellent and so true fiorenza your turn <laughs> go on love it um not too far from what andrea is saying actually um for me there's a um, the first step in belonging which is to to know ourselves to really explore who we are what are our our strengths our uniqueness and what does that mean for us and then what do we want to do with it how how can we show up in a way that we can honor that um and i think those two steps need for me to be to be present in order to feel that i belong somewhere because then that becomes my anchor and even if i'm surrounded by people that are not being inclusive or that are not reciprocating you know the the warmth or the energy then i have my own anchor um to feel grounded and not feel 
lost. Yeah, anchor. Yeah, that's a great, uh, great way to define belonging as well. Great word linked to belonging. Wow, thank you for sharing that. Thank you, <laughs> thank you for asking. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for asking and thank you for being on this episode with us, Ritika. Thank you, Fiorenz and Andre. Absolutely my pleasure. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Thank you for listening to the Belonging Project podcast. We hope you enjoy our deep dive into belonging and listening amazing stories from our guests. We'd love you to share about the Belonging Project with your friends and colleagues. And also, we'd be delighted to connect on LinkedIn and share more about our experiences. Thank you again and stay tuned for the next episode.